I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh my God, do I have to start paying attention to bowels again? Shit. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John R. Bray. And I am Heather B. Armstrong. And before we hit record on this, we spent a short amount of time, very short, because neither one of us really remembers last week, which is not abnormal, I guess. It's kind of becoming the the norm, right? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. (laughs) I remember pieces. Maybe it's not even that I don't remember, it's just that... I feel like it's still that early part of the year and late winter where everything, it's just monotonous. So nothing really stands out. It's kind of like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're rubbing your eyes and you're just sort of like, where is, well, you probably don't experience this because you're a morning person. (laughs) You're like up and at it. The birds are chirping. I love it. (laughs) The squirrel comes sits on your, on your shoulder. (laughs) Exactly. It's accurate. I feel like I'm like rubbing yeah. my eyes, trying to like get my bearings about me still. Like there's still yeah. sleep in my eyes. That's what this. That's what this whole January and February have felt like so far. And I just have this weird feeling that it's going to be like July, and we're going to be saying the same thing. <laughs> well, like, no, still trying to get our bearings for 2019. We had a long weekend, right? Because it was President's Day. We did, and my kids had Friday off as well. Oh, nice! And I got my um, book page. I got that launched. I was I was going to ask you about that. I got the newsletter for it launched. So if you are interested, I'm going to go ahead and plug this very early on. Also Patreon. <laughs> yeah, let's. We need to get these these things out of the way because we forget until the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So these are all work related things to keep us uh, employed and paying our bills and to help you guys right, keep so, up with us. So it's kind of a win win. Yeah. Uh, Patreon. Um, you know the URL, don't you? Off the top, I do. Of your it's Patreon.com/slash/ManicRamblings. I'm yes. reasonably, reasonably sure. Pretty sure that's it. <laughs> if not, you can Google it. But I'm pretty sure that's it. And the campaign is alive and well. And yeah, should definitely check it out if you haven't. And yeah, anyone who has recently backed, thank you. I did post an update onto Patreon. I'm sending out this particular round of rewards and. They got a little lost in the shuffle of moving, but they have been found. So they will be going out this oh week. God. They might have even already gone out by the time you listen to this. And I have all of the reward stuff somewhere. Yeah, I unpacked all of that when I moved back in. I moved last year. That's right. Yeah, see? If you're interested in receiving updates about my book, then there's going to be a lot of updates. I even got an update right before we got on the, on the phone call. Oh, wow. Very exciting one. Um, if you're interested in keeping up with that, you can sign up for like a weekly or bi-monthly newsletter at deuce.com slash book. I'm going to post tour dates and host Q&As with my mom, and you can sign up to receive deleted scenes from the book. Mind you, there were 30,000 words cut, so there's a lot of material that didn't make it into the final version. A lot of really, 
A lot of really juicy material that didn't make it into the final version. So if you're interested in in having a peek at that, um, you can sign up for a newsletter. Yes. And it's... Deuce.com slash book. And not only the book. I mean, it's a good way, I think, just to keep up with with you and Deuce.com. I mean, in general, obviously the book yeah. is, is the current focus and amazing. But uh, just anyone who wants to keep up, I think, with you and your writing, it's it's valuable. Thank you. And then you... I, I also have a newsletter and you can sign up for that by going to johnbraybooks.com. And I mean, my main focus is children's books, children's picture books. So slightly different angle there, but uh, it is a great way to keep up with me and what I'm doing and all about outside of this podcast, because that is my main area of interest. And there's lots going on and hopefully even more going on as the year progresses. So if you feel like Following along, I, I send it out twice a month, and usually it's got a little short story or a blip of children's fiction or any number of things. So it's fun, and only twice a month. So what's the harm, you know? It's not like that. Oh, God, I signed up for like a West Elm newsletter, and they send it like three times a day. You know, it comes into the promotions box, right, on on my Gmail, but there's just, like, so many of them, like... That one... No, really, yeah. we, we gave you 10% off. No, really. Yeah, that one I can't figure... Because I'm on it as well, and it's even worse if you open it and just click on anything. Yes. Because they then they send you one, like, do you want to take another look? Do you want a discount? <laughs> it's still in your cart. We still have it. We're going to send you an update on it. It's like, holy shit, I just, I just clicked just once. Exactly. They're watching us, man. Yeah, and they are watching wild. us. And all of that, wild. all of that said, we won't do that. So if you click, we're just going <laughs> to well, let you be. You can click or not click or open or not. Just like I'm, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a feat if I can get this out like twice a month, right? It's just getting things done right now feels like I am. I have, I've got a, a machete and I'm trying to like hack through a jungle, just trying to get through. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, I I wish. I mean, you just launched yours. I've only sent out, I don't know, four newsletters so far, four or five. That feeling has not gone away. Mm -hmm. So I I wish I could tell you it's going to change and it's going to get a little more routine. But I mean, that's a lie. So it's a it's it's not just where I mean, do you use MailChimp? I do. Yeah, I do. It's not simple. I mean, it's not it's not hard. But it's not just like you go in and like, oh, I'm going to write this thing and boom, done. No. No, there's like the different design elements. And I, and I like, I do like MailChimp. I think yeah. they've done a really good job. But there's certain things that I feel like should be really easy that are not. That are not. And I had to hire a company to, and it's the company who redesigned my website. I had to hire them to design a template because customizing it the way you want to, sometimes you have to go in and hard code it. And you have to hard code it in a very specific way. They designed you a MailChimp template? Yes. I want to show up. Like, you know, I want to show up with this. Like, this is very important to me. And I want I wanted it to look a specific way. And they, they came through. So. And so they, they did. You're happy with what they did? Yeah. And it was a very last minute thing. I came to them and said, guys, I know this is last minute. And I know it's Valentine's Day. And I know it's President's Day oh, weekend. God. But... But this, 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 and this has happened, and I need to, you know, get this out. I'm a month behind because of various things that have gone on 
with my children and I really need your help. And if you can't, then I will find someone else. But I, I want to give you guys the first crack at it. And they were like, absolutely, let's do this. Interesting. So, well, after this recording, you should pass on that information. That would be pretty fantastic, actually. Yeah, they're really good. They're um, they're very good at the MailChimp templates. They There's a part, again, I don't know if you've seen a hard-coded template before, but like the 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 code is crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And you know some coding, right? I do, and I wish I knew more. Um I wish I'd kept up because I could have done all this by myself, but I just, you know, over the years I've focused on writing and um Yeah. and raising children. Um, that's all. That's all. Slacker. Which okay, so very quickly you might hear the lilt in my voice. That's because I got a template designed and launched. Uh, <laughs> I got work done. <laughs> a lot. A lot done in a short amount of time. And you helped me with that, by the way. You you helped me, and li- I, I can't tell you how much that helped me because I was it was a launching pad for me, and it was like a trampoline launching pad. I was able to jump, man. Was it, like, was it truly? It's so hard. Oh. God, it's it was so, so good. So John helped me write. It's called an onboarding series. We're getting really behind the scenes here. We really are. With MailChimp, you send out like a welcome email, and then you send out another welcome email like a couple of days later. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to sit down and write those. When am I going to do that? And John helped me out with that. And it was such a great place to start. It just got me going. That's good. Sometimes it's just, it's the white page. Like all you need yes. is something there. Even if like 90% of it was not what you needed, there was something so you can do it. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's, I think it's all in our heads, but no, sometimes I used, it's helpful. That's good. I use pretty much all of it. So awesome. my mother offered to take my kids for the weekend. For the long weekend? Yes. Oh, wow. So you yeah. had, a, you had, you had some time. I you had some time to be a human being and a woman without being a mom. I my mother knew my mother knows me so well. She knew that I needed the the break and I got to sleep finally. I, I slept and slept and slept and Cowboy is an amazing cook and we stayed in and he made dinner three nights in a row and we watched like we got to watch. Have you seen Roma? I have not. Oh my Roma? god! Yes, What's it's it a it's a Netflix movie. It's up for the Academy Award. Oh wow! It okay. is probably the best movie I have seen in the last five years. Roma. I'm gonna pull it up now. Otherwise, a, I'll forget. Lita was asking. Lita really wanted to see it, and I was like, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful beautiful movie and so subtle and simple and yet so complex in the layers it's just a gorgeous film and and i was like you know lita i think you'd like it but you'd probably fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) you kind of have to be i'm gonna guess probably at least in your early 30s to really appreciate what's what he's going for i see i see it now i remember seeing that pop up but i had never actually looked at it i'll have to check that out I'd heard I'd heard certain things about it and then and I we sat down to watch it and I expected to be like kind of bored here and there but no I was completely gripped the whole time just it's visually stunning and it's just 
I sobbed. <laughs> yeah. Of course I did. And I wasn't even on an airplane. But you had had enough sleep and good food and mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of helps you feel it. things. It, yes. And in the movie, it, there's some brutal parts and um, so it's a, it's a recommendation. Put it down on your list if you're into cinema and you're into sweeping themes and God, it was a good movie. Still thinking about it. Yeah, it's one of those where I like the next day I I googled everything I could about it and I read everything and I read all the reviews and behind the scenes and that sort of thing. Yeah. So you got a lot done during the week, and obviously some stuff done on the weekend. Well, but then you also had time to yeah kind of come down from that, which is I I worked awesome. I worked most of the day Sunday and then I worked all day yesterday. But my mother brought the kids home yesterday night. And yesterday night, last night, I guess is what you say. (laughs) I don't know. Or yesterday night, you know, either way. Just to, you know, just to tell me how they were doing and, you know, how are their moods and how are their reactions to things. And she just looked at me. We sat down in the living room and talked for about 30 minutes. And she said, Heather, I just need to tell you, like, you know, this is hard. Man, is it hard. She's like, just making sure that. You know, their teeth are brushed and their hair is is brushed and they're clean and they're showered and where their clothes are and that they're fed and that, no, don't do this and no, don't do that and get off your device. And she's like, it's just a constant state of awareness. And it's extraordinarily fatiguing is what she said. And, you know, there's it's very tiring. And, you know, I would constantly be saying, hey, hey, Rob, come help me with this. Rob, come help me with this. She's like, there's so much work involved in raising children and she goes you you forget about it until you're like with them for more than two days in a row i was like yeah (laughs) that is but that's incredibly refreshing to hear because i mean lexton's grandparents i mean my parents and heather's parents are great like they're great grandparents but they all kind of not my dad so much. My dad is definitely more aware, but they take this attitude like, oh, well, yeah, we know we've been parents. We know we get it. But for her to just kind of flat out acknowledge like, holy shit, I forgot how hard this is, mm-hmm. is kind of refreshing because it is. And that like a constant state of fatigue mm-hmm. just from awareness <laughs> is, is it like I've, I've known that, but hearing it put that way. Yeah, like even if you're not actually having to do anything, the fact that you're constantly having to be aware of a dozen different things, mm-hmm. wow, that's really, that's kind of given it a unique perspective. It was, yeah, it was very um, affirming when she said that. She And she just shook her head as she was saying it. She's like, "You, it was exhausting. She goes, and I, and I don't want you to think that I don't want to help you by saying that. I just want you to know that I recognize that this is a lot of work. She says, especially since you don't ever get to, you don't get a break from it. Like, it's just constant. Yeah. Not to get into too much poop talk, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Come on now. Let's do it. Uh, Marlo had to get uh, a retainer or something put into the bottom part of her mouth. It's part of her whole braces extravaganza. I don't know the if big, Lexan is system. doing orthodonture. Orthodontic. No, he's okay. he's not yet that day could come. 
Yeah, so Lita is actually almost done with her Invisalign. She'll be done. She's and thrilled, then, I imagine. Um, it hasn't been, like, Invisalign, she's got, she got used to the pain very quickly. I don't think it's nearly as painful as braces. Okay. Um, and I may be wrong, but but she hasn't really expressed any discomfort ever since the first time she put it in. They'll give her retainers after this next appointment. She got used to the pain very quickly. She's going to be just fine in life. She's going to just <laughs> rock adulthood. It's going to be great. Oh, man. Marlo, they had to... So Marlo's apparatus is ongoing. It's going to be ongoing for the next few years. And like they're, they're, they've worked and they've really made strides on her the upper part of her mouth. And so now they're going for the bottom part. She hasn't lost. She's got several more teeth to lose. But they stuck this wire or this like retainer thing in the bottom of her mouth. And it hurt so bad that she didn't eat really for like two or three days. Whoa. Yeah. She could like, and it was miserable. Like she, she couldn't chew food. It was really sad. She was in so much pain. She handled it really well though. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. But because she didn't eat for so many days, things got a little wonky for a while. Right. Yeah, I can see Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, you kind of forget that at one point in your life, your child's bathroom habits were, like, at the forefront of your brain. Like, it occupied, like, have they gone, right? Oh, yeah. When was the last time? How frequent have is it? How big is it? Right. Was it normal? Is it normal? (laughs) Yep. Like, I totally forgot. Like, that was, like, it was so big. It was such a big part of my life. It's so funny to think about that now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't think about it at all anymore. I mean, they take care of it themselves. Right, exactly. Well, I just, I went last... I don't even know what day it was. Oh, oh, it was on Valentine's Day. That's right. I had a physical on Valentine's Day because I need to get... I've never had a GP in my life, ever. Well, what? as an adult. Like, ever. From 18 until last week, I've never had a doctor. If I ever needed a doctor, I would just went to the walk-in. I just never had one. But if I... When I get my wisdom teeth taken out, which is still as terrifying as it was back when I found this out, my insurance, because two of them are impacted, requires that I get a referral, not just from the dentist, but also from my doctor. So I had to get a doctor. So I went in and it took months to get in with this guy. He was great, uh-huh. fortunately, like a really great experience. But there was a certain point in there where he started asking me about my bowel movements. <laughs> like, like how frequently and when was the last time? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't, I have no idea. I barely have time to go, let alone like <laughs> recount that experience. But it was weird to like, to have to take that pause and be like, I don't, I don't know. Let me think about that for a minute. Because it was at one point, you're like you said, you're so focused on your kid. I mean, even then, even when Langston was little, I probably couldn't have answered a question about myself quickly, but it was like a flashback. Like, oh my God, do I have to start paying attention to bowels again? Oh God. Shit. You're like, I, I don't want to talk about mine. I don't want to talk about mine. No, no. no. stop. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so 
So that's, it's always, it's just always weird to talk about your, you know, talk about your poop with someone else. Talking about your kid's poop is one thing, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing um, a gastroenterologist today. So I think that's probably going to be on the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're probably going to ask you some poop questions. I have a feeling <laughs> Pro- probably a lot of them. Probably a lot about them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go buy Miralax again. Ooh. Yeah. You're really uh, living large. I'm going to go ahead and give this little fun fact. Have we talked about this fun fact? Oh, God. Um, that, that, that like an hour of an hour of my fucking life and an hour of fucking time that I had to fucking pay for uh, arguing about Miralax in one of my mediations. No. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's elaborate on that. Okay. So you know what Miralax is, right? I do. Okay. I had to buy that again from Marlo just to, we needed to get things going again. That's that. I'll just say that. Right. Got to get it moving. Yep. Once you get it going again, they, and they start eating normally, you're good. So what happens with many young children, and this is what her pediatrician told me when I went in to talk to her about it. She's like, a lot of kids either they don't want to go because it gets in the way of their playing or what they're doing. And so they put it off. And instead of, you know, responding to the urge, they just wait. And then it becomes difficult. And then it hurts. And then they don't want it to hurt. And so they don't go. And it and becomes it this really terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. And she goes, this is very common in children. And if you use a little bit of Miralax every day, what it does is it makes it so that it doesn't hurt. And so we want them to associate going with ease, with it not hurting. Okay. So if we can get her just to associate, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom and it's not going to hurt, then she won't resist the urge anymore. And so she's like, a little bit of Miralax is perfectly safe. And so I started giving it to her. And then she would uh, go elsewhere and not receive it ah gotcha and then she would return to me and then she'd be constipated again there we go there's the word constipated Constipated. and we would have to start all over again and it was not given because miralax technically and i'm air quoting this is for adults but it's one of those things that you can give to children Miralax is actually the the safest one to give kids right right okay but is that is it not given when she is elsewhere because because that person it's, didn't think that it was necessary and she should know to go by herself. This is ridiculous. Why is she not doing it by herself? You know, but if everything in life happened the way it fucking should, there would be no issues. But that's just not life. Yeah. Like, nothing ever happens the way that it should. Yeah, she should, but she just needs some help. Yeah. Like... It's like once we once and and it and it finally worked where she finally was just like oh it's gonna be fine if I go like we we were able to take her off of it you know we we haven't I haven't given it to her in, in a couple of years at least but there was a time there where she would it was horrifying it was horrifying what would happen and she would return to me and we'd have to start all over again and it was like I would. I would communicate with that person and say, why are you not doing this? And that person would say to me, because we shouldn't have to do this. She should just know to go. Like, it's just ridiculous that she doesn't just do it. So I'm in mediation and 
the mediator is gone to the other room for a very, 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 very long time. And my mother and my, my mother was there with me and my lawyer and they're looking at me like, what the hell is going on? And I said, you know what's going on? They're talking about fucking Miralax. I guarantee you they're talking about Miralax and my mom and my lawyer are like, oh no, that's not happening. And the mediator comes back with like 17 pages of notes. Oh my God. <laughs> this is behind the scenes, guys. Um, and um, he gets to like page 13 and he puts his pen down and he just, he's like, <laughs> he's already tired. It's the, you know, <laughs> and he says, so is are you familiar with this thing called Miralax? And my lawyer was like, are you kidding me? What? And I said, see, y'all need to listen to me. <laughs> oh, wow. You need to listen to me. And so the mediator had to sit in a room with him, essentially talking about your kid's poop. Yeah. For far longer than even you would want to sit there and talk about it. Yeah. Wow. The agreement was that I would get a medical letter from her doctor. It had to be an official letter from the doctor saying that this was required. And unless I did so, then we would cease administering this product to our child. Okay. Huh. Even though it was her doctor in the first place that told me that this was what we should do. So. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So there was just some some doubt that that she said it, basically. Yeah. Or really just a hurdle, like something else to have to do. <laughs> when I went to that, what I... When I went to that appointment, I love her. She's Southern and she's Southern. She says, okay, um, what do you want the letter to say? Uh, I, I mean, does, I mean, she needs it to go poop. Because <laughs> <laughs> in her mind, she's like, this is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So I was just like, whatever's going to sit well with the court. I'm, I'm sure you've written a document for court before. She goes, yeah, but not necessarily about poop, but I'll, I'll come up with something for you. Oh, God. You know, well, I that, was, that, that was, we veered into bowel territory. 
you pick your battles, right? Mm-hmm. If, if that's your battle, that's fucked up. But okay, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I know this wasn't the takeaway here. I didn't realize you sat in separate rooms. Oh yeah. Is that is that always the case, or only when it's I not quite as smooth as ideal? It's not. I think some people can sit in the room together. Absolutely, you know. Some people can get a divorce for like $300 and just go like, yeah, do you want this? Do you want this? Great. Awesome. Custody's good. Great. Awesome. You know, uh, that wasn't our dynamic. So Not quite. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, it would have been great to listen in on that Miralax <laughs> conversation, though. Or really just to watch the <laughs> So I sort of have like a PTSD like when I see the bottle, I kind of like my whole body like seizes um, for many reasons, you know, like, oh God, that time in my life and that whole hour that I, uh, that I paid for. And then, and then the doctor's appointment that I paid for, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. To, to talk about poop. To talk about a legal document about poop. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, when you really think about it, you had written so much of it on your website that really, I mean, bringing the courts into it kind of just brought it full circle. Full circle, man. Shouldn't oh, yeah. have, but, you know. <laughs> Again, back to, you know, children. Like, for everyone out there, my mother affirms you. For everyone out there doing this and, like, feeling the relentlessness of it, my mother feels you, man. She was, she slumped in my couch. My mother doesn't slump. She slumped in my couch last night. Like, oh my God, it's been a long weekend. And they're good kids. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. Like in the big scheme of things, they're pretty easy. Yeah. And it's still exhausting. Yeah. And you got the weekend off. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a bad way to go. Weekend after Valentine's Day. It's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. We we did a um a recipe out of Chrissy Teigen's second cookbook. Dear God, it was fucking amazing. However, that thing was probably seven thousand calories. I mean, there was bacon grease and butter and cream and sour cream and then more butter and then Parmesan cheese and like a lot of Parmesan cheese. So I have not baked anything of hers, but she is easily one of my like top five or ten twitter accounts to follow she is amazing at twitter it's just hysterical and i love when her and john interact yes oh my god it's so funny so good she really is hysterical what was the recipe it was scallop fettuccine and we made that sounds good yeah uh, cowboy actually makes his own pasta Um, come on yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on. Man. He's an incredible cook. He's incredible. He makes his own pasta, and then he do scallops, and then you have to make these breadcrumbs to put in it. But the breadcrumbs are, like, you make the breadcrumbs with bacon grease and butter and oil. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was really, I mean, I feel like all things considered from the first of the year until valentine's it's been a year like it's 2019 has not started slowly 
<laughs> so I feel like that break, like right after you got your book site and the newsletter, like that, it was perfectly timed. I'm pretty much a month behind when it comes to getting all of my ducks in a row for the publicity of my book. Kids come first. I got it done. And so now it's pretty much full steam ahead. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. And you're like two, two months out. Yeah. Just a little more than two months. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. There's a lot to do, but things are set up. Things are, things are there. Yes. And you're moved in and I am moved in. Yep. Are you all unpacked? Is everything unpacked? No, everything that I, it's now reached that point where I've realized anything that's not unpacked is really probably because I don't actually need it. Like just random crap. Although I unpacked my office. I have to hang some art on the walls. I don't know how the fuck I didn't realize this. Finally got my desk set up. Everything's ready. I was super excited to use it. And I realized I never bought a chair for my office. (laughs) So it's just everything's there. Like everything's on the shelf, everything I need. And there's no chair. So a chair in... So... Like a chair is pretty important, especially if you're going to be sitting in it for an extended period of time. Yes. I mean, I'm not, it doesn't have to be the end all of office chairs because I do tend to get up frequently mm-hmm. and, and move. So I don't ever sit for hours and hours and hours straight, but it does need to be comfortable enough where when I do need to, then it's fine. But yes. I also know that I have the personality that would just spend weeks shopping for an office chair and I don't I don't really want to do that mostly I just want an office chair to show up at my door <laughs> that's right I don't really care I just just need one there yeah but yes otherwise moved in I would recommend well I have an ergonomic what are they I don't even remember remember the um the brand it's not I don't think it's Ames I think it's um it's this you know the black ergonomic office chairs that are like mesh yes yes i forgot the brand it's been so long like my chair is probably it's 12 years old at least and still going strong oh yeah um and when i broke my tailbone in 2010 i got a a butt pillow (laughs) okay Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I never got rid of it because it's just it's so amazing to sit on. I highly recommend, even if you haven't broken your tailbone, to get this specific butt pillow. It's incredible. It's, Is it's it like great. A, like a donut? It's not a donut. It's kind of a... It's not even shaped like a croissant, but it's it's square. It just has like that part cut out okay. um, for your tailbone. Right. But it's it really is lovely to sit on. So <laughs> So butt pillow and ergonomic chair and you're good. Yeah. And you don't remember the brand. I know I feel like I can picture it in my head. I mean I know Eames makes one, but I don't know if that's the I forgot I hmm. I'll i remember the name once we once we hang up. I'll remember it immediately. But it's yeah, if it's twelve years old and I won't need to get another chair ever, I don't think. Yeah, that's probably the route I should go. Because you can adjust the height, you can adjust the arms, you can adjust... There's a little thing that, like, 
you can screw in and it like pushes into the back, into your, your back area. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's that, an investment. That'll be the next thing. It's I mean, investment. that's kind of what I figure, but I also know if I buy one that's that's crap, I'm going to hate it and then have to get another one anyway. So I don't know. It feels worthwhile. Mm-hmm. If it was just kind of my like a casual home office where I occasionally did things, that's one thing. But when you work, like that's that will be where I work. Yeah. So I feel like it has to be it has to be nice. Highly recommend. Yes. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I can stop shoveling for oh, the season, I'll look into that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. We got a little bit of snow depressing. here last night. Um and the roads are really icy. Yeah, here too. And it was cold. It was like single digits this morning. And Oof. yeah, it's still, it's still here. It's still here. It feels extra brutal. I don't know if it really is or not, but it just feels extra brutal. Well, that's so cold. That just, that really, really emphasizes it, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I still run outside. So that's extra shitty <laughs> i mean there's just really no other way to put it but almost there almost yeah i i get the feeling that this doctor today i've never met him it's a referral it's actually a specialist and i get the feeling he's gonna be like so how often do you exercise and i'm like you know i exercised for a very 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 long time and then and now I don't, okay? <laughs> now, I don't. now I'm done. Yeah, that'll that'll be a that'll be a question. I've run three marathons. One I didn't even train for. Yeah. That was dumb. But <laughs> you did it. You did it, yeah. The answers that I'm gonna give today, shit. <sighs> I'm it's gonna be really interesting though to figure out what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. I mean, sort of, it came out of, I mean, and, hmm. Had you been having poop issues longer than you let on? Come on well, now. Okay, so when I was a vegan, when I was a vegan, everything was fine in in terms of that. I, I did not feel well as a vegan because a lot of the food, just to sustain myself, like I don't do well with a lot of grain. I don't do well with a lot of legumes, which make up a lot of what sort of sustains you. And I felt sick uh, all the time. Not like flu sick, but like I just felt really, really, really gross and bloated and uncomfortable. But that part of my system was working like amazing like I, oh, yeah. I fixed some broken machinery there and then I, I talk about this in the book when you go under anesthesia you have to fast for a very long time and I was fasting three times a week sometimes up to 20 hours at a time um, because you can't go under anesthesia with anything in your stomach and so for almost four weeks, I was doing that three times a week, and that really messed up my whole system. And it's been, I've been trying to get back to a stasis since then, and that was two years ago. Oh, wow. But, okay, so trying to get back, but it also, 
I feel like the current situation yeah. just took a sharp turn. Yeah. So it hasn't been great for a couple of years, but so- suddenly your body just said, fuck it. Yeah. I mean, also the, the Paris diet, it doesn't help things at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of no. bread. Lots of bread. And then like, well, a little bit of bread here and there. And then like dinner, a little bit of dinner at like 11 o'clock at night, you know? So in terms of timing, that's what you mean more than what yeah. you're eating. So, you know, I go to, I go away for a month and my whole system gets off whack off whack it gets whacked out again yeah out of whack out of whack i can't believe you haven't had a general practitioner this whole time i know i don't know how honestly i mean i'm i am fairly healthy it it, it was great though because he because he was asking me if i've had like if i have any medical problems i was sitting there and i i it kind of made me realize how casual i've become about it i was like no well i did have an overnight stay at the hospital like (laughs) And he looks at me, he's like, okay, that's an issue. You know that? I'm like, all right, well, we can talk about it. I just kind of forgot. But he looked through my charts and walked me through like all the different, he, he gave me more information in 10 minutes than I had in the entire 30 hours I was in the hospital. Yeah. Which was great. A good general practitioner is like, yeah, they're, I, yeah, I loved mine and then she quit. Oh, that's, yeah, that's tough. No, he was good. He was I didn't feel rushed at all. He was like, came in, introduced himself by his first name, sat down and just started talking to me. So that was nice. That's really nice. Yeah. But it's, it's just, I, I mean, it's been so long since I've actually been for just a, like a physical, I mean, like over 15 years. And I just forget what sounds as terrible. It says a lot about, I think the American health system, but I forget what like preventative care is all about. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because they're asking you all these questions about things that totally make sense and probably help them understand what's going on with you. But they're just things you don't ever think about. And then, of course, he's like, any um, any bumps on the testes? I'm like, no, good. He's like, do you need me to check your scrotum? I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I appreciate that, but I'm I'm actually OK for now, I think. I think we're good. Did he offer a prostate exam? No. <laughs> He, I actually, and I, this, because I'm, I never do this. I was supposed to fast because they were going to do blood work. Totally. I realized that as I was like spooning food into my mouth. Oh, wow. So they didn't do the blood work, uh, but he looked and I had extensive blood work done when I was in the hospital in 2017. And he's like, you're, you're in your mid thirties. It's like you, you exercise. There's no like major, like significant health history in the family. It's like you you can come back if you want. He said, you can just save it and we'll do it next year. And then you can fast and we'll do that. He's like, I'm not really super concerned about it. And honestly, I'm just going to save it because then I don't have to pay a copay again. Mm -hmm. But he did give me the referral that I needed for my wisdom teeth. So that was, that was good. Yeah. That's really good. And the person that I wanted him to refer me to is the person he wanted to refer me to anyway. Oh, good. So it all worked out. And I did confirm. I said, I heard he's very good and has terrible bedside manner. And he's like, yeah, that actually sounds pretty accurate. So, which, I mean, I'd love some bedside manner, but if he's good at what he does, I'll, I'll deal with him maybe not being the nicest person. I don't know. And yeah, to all of the listeners who have sent me horror stories about the wisdom teeth, I really appreciate that. That can stop, though, because... <laughs> 
I'm already terrified. So let's just let's just pretend it's going to be great. You got to make sure they don't get impacted. I I know. Oh, I just I just they just need to stay there and live harmoniously with the rest of my mouth. <laughs> no. God, I'm totally not looking forward to that. Uh-uh. And I think what's what's weird too is I, I don't I mean the recovery theoretically can be a few days or it could be longer depending on how you react. But I know I'm not going to be able to be any sort of a parent because I'm just going to be probably laying with my mouth open on the sofa. So Lexton <laughs> will inevitably be with with Heather, but I, I, I never really had surgery of any kind. Mm-hmm. So I totally don't know what to expect, but it's also going to just be me. So that'll be that'll be interesting. And that's not the break that you want is the thing. It's like, no. if I want a break, give me a break. I don't want to, I don't want to be lying on the couch, like with my mouth throbbing, hoping that I don't get impacted. What? Yeah, exactly. And when I, when I initially called before I knew that I needed this referral, she said, well, we, we recommend maybe scheduling it for a Friday morning. So you have the weekend. It's like, fuck, no, let's schedule it for like a Monday. <laughs> I'm not giving up a weekend to feel like shit. That sounds just, I mean, that never sounds good, but especially in under current circumstances, like I value those weekends. Exactly. Oh. So, so we'll are they going to, are they going to put you under that? I don't know. I think so. That was my one concern uh, because I had had that heart situation is that they wouldn't. But when he basically what he looked at, because I don't remember if I if I mentioned this detail. I don't remember if I mentioned either of these details. But when when I blacked out, I had been reading an article about a fraternity hazing that was super graphic. This this like twenty year old student who died from all of this horrible stuff. And as I was reading it, and it was getting more and more graphic, I felt myself getting lightheaded. So I stopped oh. reading it, and then the next thing I remember is I was on the floor. Oh, right. And then, wow, man, I was flying back from somewhere. I feel like I was flying back from London. I don't remember. I was watching a movie on the plane, like not a, not a documentary, just a movie. I think it was Red Sparrow. It's Red Sparrow. And there was a, there was a very graphic, like torture scene in that movie. And I blacked out on the plane. You did? And woke up to my seatmate, like. He was, he was looking, he was super, super nice. He's probably 10 years younger than me. He was like, dude, are you, are you okay? I was oh like, I don't, God. I don't know what happened. He's like, you just, you kind of jerked weird and then you didn't respond. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> oh super awesome. I'm really, so I, I, I like, I told him like, I need to just explain something to you briefly. So you don't think I'm totally out of my mind here. And I gave him like a nutshell version and then I was fine. But I, I realized now after talking to this guy, because he said, if you hit a state of approaching dehydration or dehydration, which was the case based on my numbers the first time. And I think the case on the plane, because I never drink enough water on planes. Right. And then you have an emotional response to something like that. It triggers your fight or flight. And he's like, those two things combined can, can knock you out. Wow. Do you have, okay, so what is your blood pressure like? I do Is it normal or is it low? No. What is normal? Oh, like, like that you're supposed to be between like one, 
something up to like 120, 130, the, the top number. And then the bottom number should be like 70 or below or 80 or below. Oh, that's right. It's like 120 over 80 is normal, right? Yeah. I think oh, they just took that too. What the hell was it? I want to say it was like 124 over, I don't know, 83. And I asked her, I'm like, is that okay? She's like, oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean. Wow. That's really interesting. It triggers your fight or flight. That's what he's. So I don't know if I'm just like bizarrely empathetic and I didn't realize. I I don't know what it is. And I've never, I've never had that problem. That was what was so weird about when I was reading that article and I started to get dizzy and I couldn't put two and two together. And then like, I didn't even try to finish the movie on the plane. I came to and I turned it off and drank some water and I was fine. Like I felt, I walked around the plane. I felt fine. I, I had my Apple watch at that point and checked my heart and my heart rate was fine. So yeah, it was, it was weird, but all of that said, I was concerned that if there was a big issue, they wouldn't put me under because of that. But I think they can now, Okay. which I don't, I don't want to know any of that. And a lot of people that I've talked to, they're like, I remember like, them giving me the anesthesia. And then I remember waking up and wondering if they had done the procedure yet. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how I want my experience to be. hundred <laughs> percent. But I've also never been under and come out of a state like that. And I don't, I don't really know what to expect for myself. So I really need to carefully select the person who picks me up. Yeah. Because they could record you and put it on the internet is what they could do. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, I fully expect that whoever picks me up will record me. I just need to pick the one who will not, who will not put it online. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I'm really not looking forward to it. And I feel like I need to get it scheduled. When is it happening? Because, what's that? When is it happening? It's, it's not, I need to call them and schedule the <laughs> consultation and schedule the appointment because what's going to happen just like it did around Thanksgiving is kids come back from college and get this work done because that's their week off and spring break is coming up. Okay. So I know it's probably already gone, but I need to call them and figure that out, which is, duh. And my dentist has already called, I think three times. Like, when's your appointment? When's your appointment? I just have other shit to do that I would much rather I know, do. I know. Do you think I want to go see some doctor and talk about my poop today, man? Yeah, I got that's shit a good to point. do. I got no pun intended. You got you do you do have <laughs> shit to do. That's a that's true. I have yeah. so much to do. Oh. But let's just both acknowledge how much we've done. I know. Well, and this is the thing. People were telling me, you're putting off the doctor because you just want to be sick or you're putting off the doctor because you're trying to kill yourself. And I'm like, okay, just everybody needs to, everybody needs to calm down. I've put off going to the doctor because one, it's going to cost me a fucking fortune. Okay. First of all, it's going to yep. cost me so much goddamn money. Second of all, the office is like 45 minutes away. Right. So that's like half of my day gone. Like, even more than half of my day. And then also, like, I just don't... I don't know. I got so much to do. Yeah. It has nothing to do with wanting to kill myself. You people, shut up. <laughs> it's just like, I just don't want to go. There's no reason. I so just don't want to go. I'm, I'm happily non-suicidal, guys. 
and unhappily not regular. So somehow <laughs> got to balance those things out. Yeah. All right. Fine. If you scheduled it, I'll. I scheduled it. Call I got for it. The damn yeah. consultation. Oof. Yeah. I, I and I think, I think the consultation they actually fully run all the insurance to see what's covered. Mm-hmm. And that will make me feel better because she told me it starts at about forty two hundred dollars without insurance. And I, yeah. So that is not really appealing it's not to me. What do you want to spend money on? No. God, no, no. And that's the thing. Like, I, I'm pretty sure you're like me in the sense where you don't, like, you're not an extravagant person. I, I don't spend a lot of money ever, really. And you know, do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. I I. Like the the thing that I spend the most money on is my like sending my kids to camp and like Paris. Like the money that I spend to go like stay in Paris while my kids are gone, like that is like what I save my money for for like play, like entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the things that like there's not a lot of things and you'd like to still do those things. Mm-hmm. And if like if you're gonna spend forty two hundred dollars, like go get a new couch. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I can think of so many things I would rather do with forty two hundred dollars. Get an ergonomic chair. Yes, yeah. I would rather have my wisdom teeth and a chair than not have my wisdom teeth and have to sit on the fucking yeah. floor. Uh, I was actually just uh, like over the weekend uh, and last week in a conversation with one of our listeners over in the UK, uh, Jillian, and we were talking about the healthcare system. She, something happened to her and she made a comment that she didn't have to pay anything. And just yesterday or the day before she sent me a tweet from someone that says at lunchtime, my brother-in-law had a heart attack. I saw this by six this evening. He'd had an angioplasty, two stents put in and was sitting up in his hospital bed, enjoying his evening meal. They didn't check for insurance won't give him a bill. That's the NHS. Yes. I didn't have an angioplasty or stents or a heart attack. And without insurance, it would have been $22,000. I, I, oh God. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're at the end of the episode here. We could just go on about that, but <laughs> I don't want to pay four grand for someone to take something from me. I have no idea what today is going to cost me. I have to go talk to somebody about my bowel movements. And it's going to cost me so much money to do so. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing I need to cancel. I need to cancel. You need need to go because I now have a title for the episode and it's going to be the cost of poop. (laughs) It's perfect. It's perfect. This covers everything. Oh, my God. Okay. You will. Deep breaths. It's it's good that you're going. I'm I'm really glad that you scheduled it. I understand why you don't want to go, but. And if he tells me to eat more goddamn vegetables, I swear, I, 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 John, so help me. You may just, receive a text from me and I will be in jail. Just open with that. Like before you ask me anything about my poop, we're not going to talk about veggies. Okay. <laughs> None of that. I if eat plenty. If you tell me to eat a goddamn <laughs> carrot, I'm going to go buy one and I'm going to shove it in your ear. Oh, Wow. So we'll have a full update on Heather's bowel situation next week. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing we, that. We will. It'll be an update because no. this has been, this has now been a bowel saga. 
I mean, it's a bowel been, saga. Yeah, it's been a few a weeks. A bowel saga. Yeah. Oh my God, that's what it's. That's what I'm gonna write about when I write about this. <laughs> a bowel saga. So definitely sign up for Heather's newsletter to learn all about the bowels. And we and then and then at some point we have to talk about activated activated charcoal. Ooh. Oh yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just transitioning to a medical podcast. Yeah. If anybody has any advice on activated charcoal, please send it my way because I've heard a lot of things and it's had an interesting effect on my system. So, um, and I may probably be using it wrong, but um, it has helped quite a bit in other areas. So really quickly, if you have... (laughs) You can email email that advice to stories at manicramblings.com or if you feel like sharing it more publicly, you can do that on social media. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings. And again, just tell me the wisdom teeth are going to be fine. I don't, I don't need anything else that's bad. Please. You can sign up for my newsletter at deuce.com slash book for the book news. Yes. And, and John. my newsletter at johnbraybooks.com. All kinds of newsletters. And again, Patreon to keep these ramblings up and going which would be patreon.com slash manic ramblings. Yes. And until next time, there's nothing quite like spending money talking to a lawyer about Marilax and your child's poop. It's so fun. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.